Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Joining us on our next edition of The 101 on Sports, you'll see it on Fox 2, will be Mike Claiborne of Claves Online. Of course, you hear Mike on Cardinal Broadcasts, and you hear him every Tuesday here on 101 ESPN, one of our best friends and one of our favorite guests every single week. Michael, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Everything's good. You you gave me the call yesterday that uh, our our mutual friend and the Hall of Famer, the longtime writer for the Post Dispatch, Rick Hummel, had passed away. And Mike, there, there are so many great things to say about Rick Hummel. But one of the things that I, I wasn't aware of until the last four or five years is that he was the beat writer for the Spirits of St. Louis for the Post Dispatch. What an experience that must have been. You know what? He might have a better book than any of the ones that have ever been written about the ABA. <laughs> right. <because> remember, <laughs> he was a young guy, his, one of his first beats, and uh, that was a circus in its own right uh, from, from the day they got here to the day they left. So, I, you know, I talked to him about it a couple of times, but it was, it was kind of gray matter to him at that point because <laughs> there was just so much going on with, with that team. You obviously had a great relationship getting him involved with ClavesOnline.com. What's your overarching memory of Rick Hummel? Boy, you know, kind, fair, uh, thoughtful, and and smarter than he led on to believe about a lot of things. I mean, college basketball was truly one of his true loves. And I remember, you know, he would have the basketball pool for the the tournament in, in, in spring training. And so one year I won it. And it was, it was a sizable amount of money. So I figured I'd break off something for the guy who put the whole thing together. So I gave him a tip. And, you know, in his, in his own way, he just says, I really hope you can win this next year. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> and the way he said it, you know, and then I realized, well, maybe I over-tipped him. But you know what? It was money well spent. Uh, just a wonderful person. And just, you know, I don't think the guy had an enemy. And, you know, every time he wrote something – you, you, all you can do is shrug your shoulders and say, yeah, I guess he's right. I mean, I don't recall many players. I think maybe he had an issue with John Denny. Who, John Denny had an issue with everybody. Yeah. But I don't recall many players and managers really having issues with anything he wrote or let alone said. Uh, he was just as fair as anybody you'd ever want to be around. As I mentioned, he was huge on college basketball. I think that was really his, his true love. But he, you know covered baseball unlike anybody we've ever had in St. Louis, and we won't ever have another one like him. I mean, you think about the mold being broken for Mike Shannon and Rick Hummel all in less than a month. I mean, you know, and and they collaborated a book together um, that Rick wrote with Mike. So I'm sure those two now are probably filling up a couple more chapters in heaven right now. Hey, Mike, let me, uh, let me give you just one other quick anecdote. In the early 2000s, the Cardinals took Rick Hummel off of the Cardinal beat, and they brought in Joe Strauss from Baltimore. And it didn't matter yeah. what Joe Strauss was. Tony and Walt were furious that the, car, the, the Post-Dispatch had taken Rick off of that beat because they had such immense respect for him. You're right. I, I remember that. And, you know, that didn't go over well with a lot of people in town. Uh, because of the fact Rick was just, he was comforting. You know you were going to get something. And, and Joe wrote differently. Joe wrote with a little bit more of an edge. Uh, but Rick found a great swim lane to continue to cover the team from a distance and columns and things of that nature and specialty stories. Uh, I, I thought his work was better 
uh, when when he got off the covering it from day to day. Because, you know, remember when he was covering the team, you know, their deadlines were hard deadlines. I mean, this wasn't where you could push sin on your laptop. I mean, you had to have a hard copy of something. And, uh, you know, it really put guys under the gun. And I don't think many people today could write like that. But he was able to do it and do it in a concise, professional manner that, that I always appreciate. He was probably the first person at post dispatch I would look to read every day. Uh, as I've said before, he was the first person to introduce himself to me on well, my first day at the ballpark. And I never forgot it. Yeah, I guess I must have looked very lost to him. So he was trying to give me some direction. But uh, he, he was a wonderful man, and I'm, I'm certainly going to miss him. And ironically, he and I talked on Friday. He wasn't feeling good. He, was, he had lost his voice. He said, hey, can we do a podcast on Monday? I said, you can do it anytime you want to. I mean, you're the commission. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to do it with them, and uh, I would truly cherish that last conversation. Claves, uh, switching to baseball a little bit, the Cardinals lost last night 6-5, to but Jordan Montgomery, um, again, he's lost six of his last eight starts, and the Cardinals have lost all eight of those games. What have you, you made of his performance this season? Good question. Uh, I don't think he's spotting his fastball like he once did. You know, he used to dominate throwing in on hitters, and he's leaving it out over the plate a little too much. Uh, and I'm concerned. I mean, this, it, maybe this is the Jordan Montgomery the Yankees thought they could part with uh, because he's not getting anybody out. And it's amazing how many pitches we have on this pitchers on this team that can go 100 pitches and not get out of the fifth inning. That, that's just mind-boggling to me. Yeah. And he's one of them. And, you know, we may have another situation like that tonight. You know, Adam Wainwright has not pitched well in Cincinnati throughout his career. And the way they swing the bat or start to swing the bat, this could be a problem this evening. And I think my concern is getting out of the fifth inning if if I'm Adam Wainwright. Yeah, Claves, I also wanted to ask you about somebody who's been doing really well right now for the Cardinals, especially in the bottom of the order. Paul DeYoung, eight RBI combined in the past two games for the Cardinals. It seems like DeYoung is doing really well with a revamped swing and also a revamped mindset as well. Yeah, he, he is, Brooke. And, you know, I think what it's come down to more than anything else, he's patient. You know, he's not giving away at bat. You know, there was a time when Paul DeYoung would have two strikes on him. You know, it's like Little League. You know, if you had a guy who was not a good player and he had two strikes and there were two out, you go look for your glove because you knew this wasn't going to end well. In, in DeYoung's case, he's been more patient, not giving away at bat, uh, staying within his zone and not expanding his strike zone. Now, he may strike out. I'm not telling you he won't. And he may get punched out sometimes. But at least it's going to be on a pitch that he felt like he couldn't handle or couldn't drive. So I, I like what he's doing. Uh, I would just leave him at that spot in the order. Uh, I, I think that the way this team is going to be effective, they have to have balance up and down in the order. Because you know Goldschmidt and Arnado, they're going to take care of the top half. But if you can get Edmund or, or Brendan Donovan and DeYoung, that bottom third of the order, they, they just make a contribution. If they can give you four hits a night between the three of them, I think you're going to be in pretty good shape. Claves, a follow-up question that we had a segment earlier where it was a question of Nolan Gorman is the Cardinals' best hitting prospect since blank, and Randy's take was since Paul DeYoung. Um, we had some others with Albert Pujols. You could also maybe throw you know, um, Matt Carpenter in there as well, too. What do you think about him being a, the best like homegrown since who, you think? Well, I guess the, the most recent one would be Matt Carpenter. You know, Matt Carpenter was a, a doubles machine. I think he had 55 doubles in one year. 
and he was a homegrown guy. He was player of the year in the minors before he was called up. So I would go with him as far as the most recent. Hey, Klaibs, uh Stan McNeil asked this morning if we thought that the Cardinals could, could go 17-9 and nine before the London trip and get to 500. You look at the schedule ahead, I see no reason why they can't go 17-9 and nine and get to 500. The, the question is, regardless of who you're playing, do you think the group of starting pitchers can put together a run like that? Whew. Boy, that's that's a tall order. I think they can. What we've seen with their, <laughs> with their with their inconsistency, you know, somebody's going to have to take take this thing over, and it's got to be more than Flaherty. It's got to be more than Michaelis. It's got to be somebody between Montgomery, Libertor, Matt, Wainwright. One of those guys has got to start doing something more than getting out of the fourth inning. Uh, so if you can find one of those four to go along with the other two, I think you got a shot. I really do. Uh, along with this. You can't overwork this bullpen. I mean, you know, when some of these guys come out and Ali's got to use four guys a night, that means there's four guys he can't use tomorrow in most cases. So you've got to make sure that your, your starters at least give your bullpen a chance or have one of your guys in the bullpen eat up some innings on more than one night a week. Hey, Claves, before we let you go, tell us what you got going on today. Well, we are going to have uh, – we had lunch with – Joe and myself yesterday talking about Kamish. Uh, Dr. Rick Lehman's got a very interesting podcast coming up. That drops on Thursday. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more baseball. Rammer and Matt Rocchio will talk about basketball. And, Kerry, thank you for not asking about the Lakers. Oh, uh, I was going and also, <laughs> also, we have uh, daily cards every day with uh, Bob Ramsey and Joe Rogers talking about the Cardinal lineup and what they think is going to happen that particular night. That's Claves Online. I was asking about what your trip today. <laughs> Oh, no, that was yesterday. Yeah. It was last oh, night. Yeah, last night. Oh, Tell yeah. us about that. So uh, I was involved in this uh, documentary called After Jackie uh, that was on the History Channel, and it was nominated for a Sports Emmy Award. And uh, it, I was honored to be there to help represent uh, the production crew for the, uh, the uh, documentary. We didn't win, but Brian Gumbel was the, uh, the – he got the Lifetime Achievement Award. His speech was riveting. You know, he's 74. If I look like that when I'm 74, then I won't even play Powerball anymore. Uh, but it was a very, very nice evening of being around people that you watch from a distance. Some of them you know. But it was a nice evening. And as Jim Rockford would say, the nomination alone is, is honor enough as far as the award was concerned. But I was ready. I was ready. But uh, it, was, it wasn't our year, so I got to go out and find something else to be able to be part of a documentary about. But uh, it was a great experience. Great experience. Perfect. Michael, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. And uh, sorry of, uh, for, for all of our loss of the commissioner coming. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're going to all miss him for so many different reasons. And uh, as I said, I was just blessed to know him like you, Randy, and everybody else who's been around him. I mean, we, we were the lucky ones to be able to have a person like that in our lives and have had such an impact on how we do our business. No doubt about it. Have a great day, sir. All right, you guys have a great one as well. Take care. That's our buddy Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN.